When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. We are back with episode seven of our coverage of Peacock's Vampire Academy. Boys, this was a great episode. We've got a huge reveal. We've got a huge scandal now with our girl, Sonia. Mm. I can't wait to talk to Janetta about that. At some point, I was two seconds away from DMing her on Instagram today and being like, <laughs> yo, girl, what is up? But great episode. What'd you guys think? Good episode. Yeah. I mean, the reveal at the end really brought this episode home for me. I think the Strigoi attack was good. We get some lore with St. Vladimir, which we've been asking for. I think all in all, like all the information they gave us this episode, I was great with. It was exciting. Um, Again, just the lore dump. I, I was all in on this episode. Yeah, this episode definitely jacked my perception of the show way up. I mean, the big reveal, which... We'll just say it now because it's so huge and so fresh in our mind. Rose has been dead this whole time. That's fucking nuts. That's insane. And I love it. It's right. It's been right in front of our face this whole time. It's one of those things that like when you see it, you're like, oh, my God, how could I get no hints? But at the same time, never in a million years will we have guessed it. But nobody else survived the car crash. Well, Rose, it was just so cool. It makes so much sense. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and I just get my opinion of the show just keeps getting higher. Let's just clarify, dead dead the whole time or dead and then was revived. Yeah, she got resurrected, they said. Yeah. So she is alive. She <laughs> yes. was dead Sorry. in the wake of the car crash. I didn't she mean she's alive. like a, She yeah, was brought back to life. Yeah, like, yeah. She's dead? Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, no, no, but. You ruined the reveal, reveal, dude. I know. <laughs> she's not a zombie walking around. She's herself. So we're going to split this into two buckets. We're just going to knock out the politics with Victor, the queen and Tatiana all at once. And then we'll get to the juicy stuff because the kickoff of the episode with Rose and Dimitri was good stuff. I like I was watching that kiss and I was like, no. okay, we have many, many people tweeting us that she is of age. She is 18 years old, which is very (laughs) helpful. So apparently in the books, she's not 18. And so. The world, it's a little problematic, but when they created the show, they wanted to make sure that she was 18, which. So is she 18? Yeah, she's 18. So she. okay. so that year makes the entire difference for everybody. That's cool. And it's not. (laughs) okay. now everyone needs to tweet us. How old is he? So in the books, I I looked it up and in the books, did I say he was 24 and 17? Was that the age difference? I think so. So you assume he's still 24. She's 18. Um, Yeah, that would be someone graduated from college is going out with a high school senior. So do I like it? No. Is this (laughs) is this a relationship that I'm going to cheer on uh, uh, wholeheartedly? Unconditionally? Absolutely not. I'm way more invested in the ongoing saga of. Lissa and Christian. But you know what? We're going to get to that. You wow. 
just stabbed me and Kathleen in the heart. That's a hot and take. Me and, and Kathleen were so excited, and you just drag us back <laughs> down to like mildly amused. I'm a um, hater, you know, dude. I fucking love this. Are you kidding me? Hanging know, out so on the on the stone parapet, no safety railings, so a little bit of danger in their relationship too. Yeah. God damn. I don't know. I loved it. I fucking got, loved it. We got Paula Abdul. We got Randy Jackson. And I'm just going to have to be the Simon Cow for this relationship. And that's just how we're yeah, going to approach it. That checks out. Eh? All right. Let's before we get there, we'll we'll talk the politics. And this was actually really interesting throughout the episode. I was actually like, OK, 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 OK. Like, let's kind of get through the politics parts because the Lissa Rose Dimitri storyline was so good in Adrian. But mm-hmm. by the end of the politics stuff, it gets really heated with the Sonia of it all. But Victor's campaigning. He's talking to the queen. He he wants her to vouch for him, to declare for him. And she will. But for the rest of the votes, she he needs to make sure he gets them himself. But as he's campaigning, it doesn't seem like it's an issue. Everyone's like, fuck, yeah, I don't want that bitch Tatiana here. Like, she's crazy. We don't want that. Um, But then all of a sudden he's sick again, which is crazy, because if Sonya's going to have to keep healing him, that's like he's not actually cured if she's going to have to keep healing him. Yeah, I thought that was a one off thing. So I I was surprised how quickly Victor agreed to it. Personally, I thought he would have been like, wait, this has to happen every week. No, 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 no. Yeah, a little bit weird, that whole situation. But clearly it's not going to last for long because we see what happens with Sonia. It's also like Sonia's acting like the only good she could ever do in the world is heal Victor. And I get that, like, one, it's her dad. So that's a whole thing. And two, we really need Victor to win this election because Tatiana is going to wreak havoc for the church and, and stuff like that. So, of course, we're like, yeah, heal him. But also it's like, Sonia, girl, you got so much more to give in this world. Don't don't put yourself in a corner. It's all it's all because of Mikael, dude. It's all yeah. because he uh, and she's like went off the deep end a little bit. Uh, before we get to like the real big Sonya questions, um, let me just ask you guys one question about the queen. I wasn't so hot of the fact that she just rolled her feeder right oh, off yeah. her onto the Brutal. floor and looked at her like an object. I mean, I understand she's the queen and a royal. But I was like, uh, we need we need some Dampier and royal, you know, love going on here. Not the disparity. Have they discussed before what the queen was talking about, how the feeders experience euphoria post feeding from a vamp? Or is that the first time? That's kind of a cool thing. And yeah, yeah, it was messed up. She just pushes them. But if he's like high off his balls, it's like, yeah, that's true. And she's the drug. You're like, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's the first time we've seen them like kind of like getting bit, but we didn't know why. So that's yeah. that's a really cool reveal. Yeah, I liked I like that, too. But the queen's a bad bitch. I really like her character. Love her. And she's approaching this delicate political landscape perfectly for a monarch who's on the way out. She's not trying to make any waves or or taint her legacy. She's just staying neutral and and playing it by the book. Yeah. yeah. And that's the cool part. She's not overstepping. She knows exactly mm-hmm. where the line is because like you're saying, she is a bad bitch. No and matter what I think about her, like thoughts on Dampiers or feeders or whatever. And we have to like her more because behind her neutrality, she is pushing for Victor. Like she clearly wants Victor to win, but she is maintaining neutrality. Respect it. And I liked that we got this, the scenes between Tatiana and her aunt. And then again, the Aunt Irene with the queen. I needed that 
I, yeah. I think for a while I was like, I get why we don't like Tatiana, but I need to know like, more why. Like, what does she actually stand for besides these like outlandish claims at court where she's like only Royal Moroy matter and fuck the damn pier type deals? You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. always so I, I didn't understand how divided it is between the church and what the church and just church like, and state or church, church and, and the state. crown. Yeah, right. Like I didn't understand that. And it like her. Irene being like Tatiana is the only candidate that the church will like stand. So do whatever you want, but the church is going to turn against you if you don't do this. And I was like, shit, that made it way more. I was wondering how Tatiana was able to just steamroll over Irene. I'm wondering if she has dirt on Irene, who is her aunt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she the conversation between those two was completely controlled by Tatiana. She's like, bitch, you're going to do this. Go to the queen and petition for me. And then she just completely went on and did it. But the conversation between the aunt and the queen was perfect. Loved it. It, Yeah. And it really actually shed some light on the church, too, which, you know, we we saw the rituals. We saw Mia getting her hand stamped and stuff like that. So we kind of knew a little bit about it. But. I, for me, this is the first time that I actually really picked up on it's like called like the elementalist church or something mm-hmm. like that. So literally they only or they believe that there's balance in like the four elements out there. So it makes total sense that there's a fifth element spirit. They're trying to you know throw water on that before it gets out of control because that destroys their entire base of their religion. But obviously the queen got got like she was like, well, fuck, no, I can't do this. Victor gets warned before by one of the other voters voting heads that she said, listen, like Tatiana and Irene got to the queen. She she's no longer backing you. You need to like, sorry, brother. And, and he's like, fuck. So he goes to the queen. And he's like, what the hell? And she's like, I can't do anything, but I have one trick up my sleeve, yeah. which yeah. is going to be so dope. She suspends the caucus. It's going to be a royal trial. It's going to be fucking sick. I hope it's next episode so we can get to it. I'm so pumped. Yeah, yeah, I hope it's next episode. And given the pacing, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. But mic drop moment. I'm even when she was cornered, she knew she had an option. And Tatiana looked scared to death when she heard that come out of the queen's mouth. So she she's nervous. And if Tatiana's nervous, I'm happy. What are we thinking? Are we thinking like. Wizards of Waverly Place type trials. Like they're going to be like jumping across platforms or is it going to be just like a debate? I, don't, I think I it's, hope it's like... not a debate. That would be lame as shit. <laughs> like a presidential campaign. Like I, I don't even know what to expect. Truth be told, I, I'm excited for it, though. You're right. The pacing of this show is so fast. That's there why is... I like it. Like yeah. it's like the boys. Every single episode plot is moving every scene matters like they are getting from point a to point b very quickly i love that Mm -hmm. that's good that's a good point okay so for the last part which is the sonia stuff which we skipped so she's like sprinkled in between she heals victor and then the feeder comes in and it's right after she's kind of losing control a bit and i'm like fuck no don't go in there i knew it i knew she was gonna do that and then so what now? Okay, we skip and the theater's dead. Do you automatically turn Shrigoy or are they going to have to punish her? They're going to have to punish her, right? And uh, turn her Shrigoy. Based on the rules set out first two episodes when whenever they established it, it's if you kill a feeder by feeding, you turn Shrigoy, 
we don't know like how quickly it happens, but I I mean, that's the assumption that said they purposefully didn't let us see Sonya after it. So who knows? Yeah, that's definitely how I understood it. It, We might be completely wrong there, but I don't know how long the process takes, but I'm pretty sure like going when I watched this, I was like, okay, so like the deed's done. They're now going back as far as I knew it. That said, all bets are off for spirit users, I feel like, at this point in time. And if the darkness is taking over her, this Clarice women, woman was describing the darkness as like death itself. So if she's being overtaken by it, maybe that makes her immune from going full Strigoi. I don't know. I would be really, really upset if we lose Sonya as a character, though. Me too. Based I'll, on that. She seemed really excited about the second half of the season, though. So true, 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 true. I'll be fucking devastated. Um, Me too. <laughs> and I, I mean, if she becomes like almost like a big key player from the Strigoi aspect, that would be hype. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And would be gets cool. in with the Ozeros. Yeah. And, and if it's cool, like if we were going off that theory that, you know, the Royals are the real bad guys and the, the Strigoi are just, you know, just trying to be free, I'd be cool with that too. I mean, Sonya leading the revolution. That'd be nuts. That's like so that like so many things need to click for that to happen though. So I don't know why I'm getting excited about it. Remember that song <laughs> Royals by Lord? I, I was Lord. thinking song that. slaps. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. it. As as they haven't played up. it yet. Or have they not played it in this uh show yet? I have no idea, but the clubbing song was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what was it saying? It was like uh, it was oh. I know the I song. Know. It's like almost like a children's song. Yeah. Cover. Everywhere we go, people. Yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. we are. They made it a fucking clubbing banger. <clears throat> but do you have any other thoughts on the politics slash Sonia at all before we jump in? I mean, if Victor's daughter is a Strigoi, I feel like there's no way he can win now. I mean, I guess the trials. I mean, he can definitely win the trials, but people aren't going to be happy about, you know, the king having a Strigoi daughter. Well, he also doesn't have Sonya to heal him. Assumedly, we don't know what's up with Sonya, but I doubt she's going to be available to heal him. So he might become sickly and weak. And if it's like a physical competition or something, I don't know. I, I have no idea what's going on with this royal trial. But what I think of the politics of this episode, it was a great episode for the queen. Love her. And I really liked how they kind of went over the dynamic between church and state and how they're butting heads and how they kind of are two parts of the same. Oh, my gosh. Two parts of the whole system. They two like are the, the same two, coin. Yes. Thank two you. fangs <laughs> of the same vampire. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like the world as we know it. <laughs> Fucking nah. hell. Anyway, so, okay, the the episode actually opens with a kind of narration from who we find out to be Clarice. It's this woman um, who notably only has one hand. I don't know if that will ever come into play, but she uh, was kind of typing up some sort of story or something. She's a heretic, they call her. She writes about all the things that no one she now shouldn't be. Right. OK, yeah. so she basically says. Once there were 13 saints and today their children's 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 are called royals. Vladimir was the best of the saints. He was the messenger, the founder. He had a vision, a world for the Maroi. Basically, he started the human treaty, which we heard about from before, which separates the two, gave the Maroi a home and the Dampiers a purpose. Um, But apparently that was the first great lie, the happy lie of St. Vladimir, which was cool. I was like, let's fucking go. And. 
all while this monologue is going on, we have these face tattoo people yeah. raiding like a blood bank. Well, yeah. to clarify, I think she was paying off somebody at a blood bank and those two tattooed people were chasing her. Yes. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. She that dropped went it in my head. They ended up getting she picked them up and got away, but one was left over or something. And they that was up. Clarice, though, that like hissed at the guy. Uh, I believe so. Yes. OK, yeah. cool. One little small comment on the monologue. I'm almost glad that they didn't give us all of the this background on the Saints and and, you know, who the St. Vladimir was until this episode, because now we get the world building. If they gave it to us, like right on episode one, I'd be like. You know, I don't I don't understand any of this. This True. makes no sense to me. So it, it's it's interesting that they waited this long to give us some background. But I actually like really enjoy it. Yeah. So then this is the scene I was actually talking about the hot ones. So Rosa and Dimitri are flirting like hard, hard. And it's like gorgeous outside. And the set in this like, there's a scene with Dimitri with the water behind him. I think it's maybe the one where they break up later. I'm not sure, but it was like. This is gorgeous. Great set. Love it. In Greece or something? It's ridiculous. I oh, they actually in did Spain, shoot in Spain. Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They shot yeah. like the whole thing, I think. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. So Lissa cockbox big time. And she tells ends up telling Rose about Adrian. And Rose is immediately like skeptical, skeptical about this guy. Uh, but they want to go to the human world and uh, seek answers for this, but they don't really have a plan. They're just kind of have like a half baked. Like I know this person lives in some vague area. We should just go. And I love this. I love them entering the human world. It's very cool. And the episode is called Beyond the Wards. I didn't say that, so that's why mm-hmm. it's called Beyond the Wards because they go into the human world. And I love it when they do the makeover. I love. Yeah. It. I'll bet you love that. What I hated was how Dimitri immediately just rolls over um, and allows them to do this wildly irresponsible plan. I, I mean, it's like I said, he is laying down his duty when Rose just flashes him the the eyelashes. I would too. But you- what I really hated was Lissa saying, and I quote, this is what I'm doing. It's your job to protect me. So just do it. And she does her shit anyway. Dimitri's got to be able to be like, uh, no, it's my job to tell you you can't do this. OK. And and Brant. Paul. Wow. I just I mean, Brian, <laughs> thank God we're not recording this in person. Um, dude, stop hurting on my boy. All right. He's just trying to he's just trying to fit in. Maybe Rose is giving him a little bit of leeway in his rigid rules. I mean, this is some alone time with her too, you know, well, not alone, but um, whatever. He's fucking, I dig, I dug it. I'm like, yeah, way to not be just a complete hall monitor and just enforce every single rule. Here's you just kind of bending a little bit. And yeah, I mean, Lissa was just going to walk out. He's, what's he going to do? Not go with her. So. Yeah. I don't think he has the powers to like detain her. So they can do whatever the fuck they want. And no, all of this is just a good example of why the setup sucks for Dampiers. Like Dampiers have like the shittiest job ever. They don't get their own lives. They don't really like they have to protect at all costs. But the Maroi treat them like shit and they just do whatever they want anyway. So, Brian, I'm like half on your side. That list is annoying. But I also think that Dimitri is hot and can do whatever he wants. And I love that he went. So I'm 50 50. Yeah, I'm, I'm with uh, <laughs> the other side of that 50. Dimitri's yeah, hot and can do whatever he wants. You say 50 50. It seems 10 90. 
Well, it's the power of Dimitri, man. I don't know. He just no. Oh, I know Dimitri's power. He's a beast, dude. <laughs> He's a beast. But someone's got to throw some cold well, water on the situation, well, and that's gonna be me. Well, it was fucking Adrian. Adrian was really cooling everything off because when uh, it gets revealed that Rose is going to be his guardian, he's like hitting okay. on her and he's like, hello, Dampier. And like, hmm. yeah, I was like, I was getting pissed for Dimitri. I was like, if I was there, I'd be like, yo, Dimitri, like, when we talk to this boy, tell him to back off a little bit, back off off your girl. But he handled it cool. He handled it cool. Mm-hmm. He knew really? Rose was like, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't fuck with Adrian. Rose is so cool. She's like, where did you find this guy? Like, she's so unbothered. You can't like you can't win her over with like frills and stuff. Although the car did entice her. And when she was like, I'm driving, I'm like, does she know how to drive? I'm so glad they said it because I was like, I thought the same thing. (laughs) I haven't seen you like see a car like more than once or twice besides Victor. So, yeah, that was funny. So they get in the car, go into the human world beyond the wards, if yeah. you will. And Rose and Lissa are just marveling at the crowds of humans. And I keep forgetting that they are so isolated that this Lissa even says, I've never seen this many humans before. And it's like a semi busy night in kind of a medium sized town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and that takes us to the makeover. When she says when they get there, I've never been in a place where I didn't know someone. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's sad. And again, and believe me, Brian, I understand why the age gap is like annoying. But if you have like how many vampires are there? Like, yeah, you know, is I mean, obviously pick one more age appropriate. Yeah, but- there's enough to find someone more age appropriate who <laughs> no. isn't your teacher slash isn't your student. So nah, why don't you just put that one completely right back on the Completely different shelf. world. Completely different world. Okay. I do want to say that when they're in the car, we get the reveal, which I don't know if this was obvious before, but it, it confirmed it for me that not all spirit users have all three of the powers, which I like. So there's healing, yeah. there's compulsion, and there's dreaming, dreamception, basically. Mm-hmm. And there might be more, but those are the three, or I guess what's well, the fourth that we bonds. found out? Spirit bond. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. So only Adrian has the dream, but Lissa has the other two, which is cool. Yeah, and Adrian, who we thought was going to have all the answers, was like, oh, you can heal? Like he was completely blown away by that aspect too. Uh, this was something that was definitely new to me. I thought if you had if you were a spirit, you could do everything. Um, so it definitely explains why you know Sonia might be you know not being able to do what Lissa can do. So I liked it, and I like Adrian a lot. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we liked best. liked them last episode, but we got a lot more of him, obviously, and him acting casual and cool, and he's a beast. Rose, if you see me. In any of your dreams, just know that it's not me dream incepting you. It's just because you got feelings for me. Beautiful. Such a good line. When they get to the club, they kind of split up because there's no they don't want the damn peers. No, no muscle or whatever. Leave your muscle outside. So so Lisa and him go into the VIP section. I love that Rose doesn't even pretend like she's not muscle. She's like, yeah, because she probably could have just walked right in because she's fucking hot. But no, she's like, I am muscle. I love that. (laughs) But uh, Dimitri's freaking out about like he can't map the the area. He doesn't know all the entrances, exits. He's like freaking out. And all Rose wants to do is just grind all night. And but inside, I love the the drop that there are more eligible bachelors for Lissa, not just yeah. Jesse Zeklos. 
as because she's like, what am I supposed to do? Marry one of these dweebs? He's the only one and he's the worst. And she's like, well, you got to think of the names that are left off the list. Those are the fun names. Adrian just knows how the Maroi work. He's like, that mm-hmm. was not all the eligible people for you. I'll, I'll hook you up with the with the fun ones. It was very cool. I loved that. Yeah. He's the man, like we were saying, um, in, in regards to Rose and Dimitri. She's trying to get him to loosen up. But I exactly what you were saying, Kathleen. Um, all I could think about is this is like Dimitri's nightmare. Like this is completely <laughs> new place. It's completely packed with a million people. Uh, no idea. There's a million doors. You have no idea where they go. And you're not even watching your your target anymore. Like when Rose you- is an absolute liability. She just wants to grind and offer you yeah. shots. Exactly. To, to she cross doesn't over, care about the entry points. Are you kidding me? To cross over to our midnight club. Dude, she's thinking with her hoo-ha right now. Rose she only is, cares about her entry points. Oh, my and, God. Ooh, Lee, nice one. Um, yes, and, yeah, that was she, a good one, Lee. And she's, like, trying to get him to dance. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that's fine. You know, you're trying to you know be cute with each other. But, like, also, he has a point. This is a completely new atmosphere. But I, she had the whole uh, excuse, you know, I'll feel it in my gut if any trouble comes by. And well, sure enough. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They're dancing. Finally, Dimitri's starting to loosen up a bit. She gets the gut feeling. And I love that Dimitri immediately is like, is it Lissa Strigoi? Come on. I've been around yes. you enough uh, to know what happens when you have this gut feeling. And we were asking for that last episode. There's no way Dimitri wouldn't have picked up on it by now. And he did. So good writing. Perfect. The Strigoi just with his hood up in the club is like the funniest fucking thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. how is he able to to be so calculating that he's not just ripping humans apart a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, they even said that. They said, you know, there was a a whole feast back there, human feast. Why were they concerned with us? So we're really getting the Strigoi actually being, you know, competent and not just wild feral beasts. But all I could think about is if he did walk in a club like that with a hood, I bet you some drunk dude would be like, dude, Halloween's the next month. Like, try to high five him, like not take it like he's an animal at all. How did he get past the bouncer? Literally. You know, does he have an idea where he looks like it? Yeah. Red eyes. OK, yeah. yeah. He turned the bouncer into a stripper boy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's no way you're six two, bro. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No, it's it's good. So this is also a moment where Lissa, I guess, finds out about her and Dimitri. Like she had no idea before and was like in the car. She was like, what was that? (laughs) Which I love. So cute. A good best friend moment because we haven't had a like we get that they're best friends, but we don't really get all these sweet, like real best friend moments often because there's so many problems happening all the time. So that was cute. So they leave the club, they hop on a ferry and Mm -hmm. it drops them off at like a sketchy place and they walk a couple blocks and they wind up at the heretics apartment and her name is Clarice Swerani, something like that. So, yeah. And 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 they got this. Go ahead. Sorry. Just to clarify, did they get this address? I'm assuming from whoever they were meeting in that club. I think they just got the address here. Go Mm, here, Like off screen. Yeah, I, I assume. Pretty convenient that that happened off screen when that was like their biggest problem in the early goings of the episode. Yeah. Where does this chick live? We don't know. Yeah. 
Well, you know, they made some creative choices. They showed us what we wanted to see. That was the grinding, not them figuring out where Clarice lives. And they Though got it right. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Before we do this, I just want to talk about Dimitri's little story he tells on the ferry. Basically, this is why he wants to follow the rules. He was 13 and he got furloughed. He went to visit his mom and his sisters at the communes, I assume. And the Maroy, who was his father, quote unquote, sperm donor, basically, was also there. And he had heard him basically like roughhousing with his mom, taking stuff out on his mom. And then Dimitri lost control and basically probably beat the shit out of him is what I could read between the lines. And the anger scared like everyone. He saw the he saw the fear in the dad's eyes. He saw the fear in the moms and the sisters. And he was scared himself. So that's why he need rule. He needs rules because he feels like freedom will just make him like he doesn't know how he's going to act. He lost control. He doesn't know how he's going to act. So I kind of appreciated that explanation because it's like, why is he such a stick in the mud? Okay, at least there's a, some receipts. Yeah. People want to see the Hulk, bro, not Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you said it, Paul. <laughs> Barney Stinson yes, at the uh, intervention. <laughs> the intervention, yeah. Dude, absolutely. That. This turns Rose on. She's like, oh my God, you're telling me and you have a dangerous side? Oh, God, dude. Like you could be Literally. anyone. Me. Personally, if you as a 13 year old beat the shit out of a grown man for beating up a woman, uh, that is not cause to change your entire life and indoctrinate yourself to live by this code. Nah, that was, that was. Good looks, dude. But yeah, you know, pretty good thing. He turned into a dutiful man, so no complaints. It's a good backstory. We need. It's like it. an anime backstory, like a thirteen-year-old beating up. Yeah. <laughs> so when they arrive, Clarice wants nothing to do with them, and Adrian's like, "Well, she's gonna use compulsion, basically." Yeah. <laughs> and he, and I like that Lissa was like. I think Rose would have been really disappointed in Lissa if she just compulsed her right away. Mm-hmm. That would have. And and us, we would have been as well. It's nice that yeah. instead she just threatened her <laughs> with <Yeah>. compulsion. <laughs> she was like, I choose not to, but I could make you if you want. And um, I don't know if it was the excitement of I think she called her a messenger, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't know if it was the excitement of seeing one or just she respected the fact that she didn't, you know, force her to. She was like, all right, come in. That's actually a good point because they referred to uh saint vladimir as the messenger so i'm wondering if compulsion is like even amongst spirit users is like a one in a million thing maybe it seems like it. that's like the most legit power i mean healing Mm -hmm. healing is out of control too that's well healing also seems to take its toll compulsion we haven't seen yet too much i don't know we had the line earlier we talked about a little bit where adrian was like i could feel you pulling on my subconscious when you used it on me you know last episode but like he couldn't really do anything about it i wonder if you could like ever get the defense enough like being aware and being able to defend against it i guess we'll see but that's all i could think about is this chick against clarice right compulsion yeah like if she if she knew like a defense of how to use it uh all we know so far is it didn't work on adrian so like spirit users are immune but Mm -hmm. it didn't work I mean, no, he, he was able he... to understand that it was happening, and I think he just chose to give her the tour anyway. Oh, uh, okay. It was like a little tickle. He could feel it uh... itching at his subconscious, and he was like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
Get the bricks. <laughs> but let's see some art, honestly. Yeah. So Clarice is now helping them. They are they're looking maybe looking at some drawings or something and they want the truth about Vlad. She t- walks them through compulsion and day wa- dream walking and healing. And then um, the fourth corner ends up being the spirit bond. She talks about faithful Anna, which we I think Adrian talked about in the last episode or well, you kind of called this. You made the association between faithful Anna and what's going on with Rose. So yeah, clap, definitely. clap, clap to you. That was that was good. Thanks, bro. That was pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah, you should be, man. I mean, this was so fucking hype. He Vladimir was passing it to Anna, which is crazy. I mean, Lisa realizing that she's been passing it to Rose was was enough of a thing to me just in general to be like, oh, it's a spirit bomb. That's sick. Like, but she's passing the darkness. That's not great. And all this stuff, like, mm-hmm. let alone the fact that she resurrected Rose. That this was cool enough of a reveal for me without the little whisper. I didn't think we were going to hear what Clarice whispered to her until later. I'm so yeah. pumped that they dropped it at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah same. I was, I was very hyped. They didn't make us like long for it. Thank God. But and- um, just sorry, just to mm-hmm. go back to the Sonia and, and that darkness, that almost scar um, that looked like it was spreading on her chest, you know, last episode. And now that earlier here, it, it seems to be just like spreading to the rest of her body. I assume that's what almost might happen to Rose if she just, or Lissa, if she didn't pass off the darkness, you know, you get that scar, you get that um, black pupils way more like ferociously, yeah. I guess. So maybe just by splitting it between the two, they're both equal or able to bear it. But I don't know. I was thinking like, damn, is Rose going to like die? Like, is she going to just get all the darkness and then do what Sonya did? Yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to impact the Shadow Kiss compatriot, which is Rose, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. Excited to see it. Or maybe I'm not. And I think <laughs> what Lissa is trying to do, her approach of distancing herself from Rose is maybe an attempt to break the spirit bond. Maybe if they have some distance between them, like they're not BFFs anymore, spending all their time together, the spirit bond could break, but I don't know. She's pretty shadow kissed, man. Yeah. <laughs> big time. Yeah. So Stragoy are attacking at this point. It's, it's noteworthy that Rose and Dimitri are outside. while. Lissa and Adrian are talking to Clarice because off screen, Dimitri is just like, it's time to catch me up on what's been going on with Lissa. And I think off screen, they have a conversation where Dimitri is completely filled in about the spirit user stuff, etc. Um, and he's just kind of coming to terms there. There's no way there's a fifth element. Oh, my gosh. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. There's a fifth element because like it's going to shatter his whole world and, and the code he's been following. So he's just in complete denial. But important to know that Dimitri's caught up. Agreed. And just to go back before they get into Clarice's apartment, there's a little girl playing soccer. And I really thought it was going to be like a sneaky Strigoi. And just in general, I was like, oh, man, I really thought she was going to be a Strigoi. And then all of a sudden she they turned her out. They got the soccer player. Fuck. I keep forgetting that they could just turn anyone who's around into a Shrigoi by just killing them and making them drink their blood. I was like, I'm like forgetting that. I was sad for her. Why don't they just do that to a million humans? Who's who's to say? Whatever. Yeah, good point. But Shrigoi attack time. 
And it was it was good. This was like one of the first Stragoy attacks where I'm like, okay, our people have it handled. Every other Stragoy attack, I'm like, these Stragoy are beating our asses. Like we need like four guardians per Stragoy for it to like make a dent. But at one point, Dimitri, when when Rose goes into the bathroom to kill the baby Stragoy, um, he ki- he kills off two at a time. He yes. there's two against him, and he kills both. I was I- going to say this was a big, big Dimitri episode for me because I was hype that, uh, or I should say, I was pissed that you know the episode with Mikhail. It was you know Rose and Dimitri against Mikhail, and like you were saying, Kathleen, Mikhail was beating the shit out of both of them. Like yes. you know they barely they barely won. So I'm like, fuck, y- you need better odds than one to one. But then here, you know, you get Dimitri able to actually handle the situation with like one v two. So I was happy to see that, you know, my boy can, my boy can fucking sling it. I would like the show to better define the power level of Stragoy and whether or not there is a difference from one Stragoy to the next, because it it would make sense to me that Mikhail was like a super Stragoy because he was a trained Dampier and that's why he was so difficult to bring down. But Using that as evidence, Dimitri got his ass handed to him by Mikhail. So there is zero percent chance he would ever be able to handle two v one Stragoy. So they need to define why some Stragoy are weaker than the rest. Correct. Agree. Totally. Hmm. But it's handled finally. Big moment in the bathroom. The child Stragoy in the window actually finally. Uh, gets murdered because mm-hmm. uh, Rose doesn't do it because she's hesitating, and our girl Clarice is actually an elementalist, and she's uh, she uses her fire. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did she light? She lit the lighter with the with a good hand, and then she used her amputated arm to control the fire. Is that what I saw? There so was need- a lighter, one hundred percent. I'm not sure how she used which hand. Okay. Because I was, uh, I, I, was I just thought I saw the lighter in her bad hand. Maybe I, I'll have to go back and double check. But I just was wondering if you get your arms chopped off or whatever, or does that mean you can't use any powers? Mm-hmm. Good call. Noteworthy Rose stuff. She hesitated twice. Once when Lissa was calling her name in the bathroom, she looked at Dimitri and was just like, "But I care about you more, Dimitri." Yes. And then after 10 seconds, she went to the bathroom, strike one, and then strike two. She couldn't kill the Stragoy because it was a kid. Can't hesitate. Agreed. Hmm? And that comes back later. I mean, no, actually, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Dimitri calls her out. He's like, you can't be hesitating. Yeah, the dumping scene. Yeah, the dumping scene. But before we get there, Clarice. So first of all, they just leave. They're leaving those bodies all over the place. Just like they're like, hey, we got to go now. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, Crazy. Right. I would, if I was Clarice, I'd be like, fuck you guys. You just she was like that. Yeah, because yeah. Alyssa was just like, uh, you could just clean up like two <laughs> dead guys on your living room. That's not that bad. Yeah. I was like, Alyssa, you guys, am I right? Come on, girl. You guys sound right. super Grow naive up. right now. Um, yeah. I think she said exactly that. You are so naive to how this world actually works. Um, And what she said is, I'm not worried about more Strigoi. I'm worried about who comes after the Strigoi, which we see in the the final scene. Yeah. 
she's like, you've ended my life here or something of mm-hmm. the sort. And she's like, and now I'm going to do that to you, basically. And she whispers something in her ear, which we later find out is the holy devotion of shadow kissed Anna. So um, the spirit bond was the fruit of Vladimir's ultimate sin and resurrection was the ultimate sin. So she then finds out that, she, well, we don't find out till later. Should we save it? The story of what happens? Fuck it. Everybody With the knows. resurrection. The car crash, which is the biggest part of the mystery of the show so far. It, are we to believe that that's the that's the last thing that that's what Andre was trying to get her to remember? Because no. I want something that Andre's yes involved in. I want there to be like a third party, like walking past the wreckage that actually caused it. And she like doesn't remember it for some of whatever reason, because um, the only reason I say that is because earlier this episode, remember when we first got Clarice running, we got the tattooed people and the, and the one random nurse was like, who was that? And the, the dude was like, if you drink this, you'll never need to know or worry about it again. I don't know if that was like mind wiping or just like going to kill him. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I have no clue what's up with those people at all. Correct. Um. But yeah, okay. if you could wipe somebody's memory with like that, then I don't know. Would that have a That's big That's what I assumed it was, Men in Black style. Yeah, so I don't know if somebody came in at the car crash and just was... But I don't know. Too much shit, yeah. She was like, hey, take, <laughs> take a shot, take a shot. Rip this. But yeah, the next scene is Dimitri breaking up with her. She, she He questions the hesitation and she's like, did did you feel it basically? Did you was, feel like what? Was that an official breakup? When when did they say they're broken up? He's cutting it off, right? Body language. You can read that body language, Brian. He says, he said, she says, could you feel fuck off ball? Could you, <laughs> yeah. He said she says, could you feel like what we could be? And yeah. he said every second of it, but no, but no more. Oh, I okay, yeah. Meaning he, like, yeah. no, nah, yeah, I guess they'll be he, back together by the end of next episode, as we all know. But, right. you know, he's choosing duty over love right now. He's like, I can't love you and do duty at the same time. Too distracting. Yeah, it certainly seems like an episode by episode, case by case. Is it love or duty that I'm picking here? You know, what, Brian, you're a piece of duty. Damn right. I am. I take so, it as a compliment. <laughs> we have some quick scenes. Uh, the the face people drop in the Shrigoi. Little drops disappearing, crazy Just evaporate yeah. like holy water. Like, what was it? Yeah, wild. Um, Adrian drops off the fun options, which I love. We've got a Luca Batista, Rodrigo Lee, David Vogel, which related Tatiana. to Tatiana, yeah, and Christian Ozera. Legend, yes, <laughs> absolutely love to see it. Question for you guys Do we know what those pills are? Nope. Okay, I, I didn't think so. Was cracking up that that they looked like human pills. I was like, vampires wouldn't have a different container, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, just I mean, thought that was hysterical. You think there's a vampire pharmacist? They probably use human meds. Yeah, yeah, probably. Look um, at us, but... really combing through the world building here. <laughs> what kind of pharmacy do the vampires use? Um, <laughs> that's awesome but uh no i assume it was something to do with helping her cut off rose as i don't know if it was like anxiety or like fucking 
some emotion suppressants or whatever. Just some SSRIs. Sure. Helping her get through. Yeah. Definitely not. I hope that there's actual medicine in there. Like crazy vampire medicine. You know what I'm saying? What else happens in this episode? Rose gets broken up with for the second time this episode. Once by Dimitri, once seconds, seconds by Rose. I mean, by Alyssa. (laughs) That old sentence was so fucked up. (laughs) But you get it. And that sucks. And that's not going to last either. There's no way these two. I mean, it's a chance. It's I'm glad it wasn't one of those typical TV things where they're like, we can't be friends anymore. Slam the door. Like it was Mm -hmm. more like. I she love you it. and you know, I love you and and told her every fact. She didn't leave anything out. And she's like, and this is why. And you can't be my guardian. Sorry. It's more realistic than the other shows that are like, we can't be friends anymore and slam the door. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, what the fuck? But no it still sucks. It's not the best thing. They should figure it out together. They yeah. shouldn't separate. Yeah. It's very annoying, honestly, because it's, it's almost in my eyes. It's like, dude, listen, it's way too late. Like it already happened. The bond's already there. But Maybe she's trying just for Rose's sake. She's and, you know, I'm hoping at the end of next episode, she's like, all right, look, I tried. Obviously, we can't be separated. Let's just fucking rock it together. Rock it. But that's the episode. It was good. Very, (laughs) very wild, wild, wild reveals in this. The end end scene of the episode is Victor walking in to see the dead feeder and Sonia is gone. I don't know if we explicitly said that yet, but dude. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's like almost a bigger deal, but not really. Like I don't know because Rose dying and coming back. Like, can she die and come back again? Is there, okay, it's like everybody gets one, like Spider Man. My question, my question for you two is: Do we think Sonya next time we see her will be Stragoy? No, I don't think so. I don't. Maybe turning. Maybe. I think that since she's a spirit, it might change the way she turns. It might that's be- what I'm betting on. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was talking in the beginning, like it was confirmed she was confirmed Stragoy because that's what I was initially when I was watching it, my first reaction. Um, but yeah, the more I thought about it, totally spirit user, it seems to be like maybe they have a bunch of exceptions. So who knows? Yeah. Good episode. Great episode. I think that if Sonia's either on the lamb or turning Stragoy, Victor's not going to win this election. He's going to be a little freaking preoccupied. The yeah. fuck? He needs to get his game on for the yeah. royal ele- election trial. Royal trials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, give me some Christian. Give me some Christian. In the yeah, next no episode. Christian this episode. Or Mia. Mia. Did we yeah. see him last episode? Yes. Yes, he was with Mia. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, Mia still has to deal with her Jesse's Eklos situation, so I would hope to revisit nah. that. It was. Oh really no, difficult. she got branded. I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to. I hope next episode Meredith's all healed, and her and Mia are smooching, yeah. and Christian and Lissa get hitched. Royal Fingers wedding. crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. But great episode, and I love that when we record this on Mondays, it's really not that like far from the next episode. Yeah. The Thursday. Yeah, the Thursdays. True that. The Thursday's tough for recording because we like to record faster than Thursday and Monday, but it's cool <laughs> for listening. It's like really breaks the week up. It's like every three days we're watching. Yes, listening. definitely. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right. That was the episode. <laughs> if you like what you heard, give Binge on TV a follow on Instagram and Twitter and go check out our website, binge We've got all of our episodes laid out there. We're everywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere every app, you go. Every- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where we are. 
Um, again, we're covering Midnight Club right now. It's so good. Netflix, creepy, just in time for spooky season. We've got Rick and Morty and we've got House of the Dragon, which is heating up. It's so damn good. So we are covering four really good shows right now. And if you're watching any of them, go check us out. And if there's any other shows we've covered that you love, go check us out. Because, I mean, it's good stuff. Anyway, we are Bingetown TV and we'll be back for episode eight next week. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.